0: Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln. On 937 The Ticket and TheTicketFM.com.
1: Happy Tuesday to everybody out there. This is the Ticket Water Cooler here on 93.7 The Ticket. And we are talking about the Husker Spring Game, which uh, has uh, lower numbers than usual as far as tickets sold uh, the week of. So we're kind of waiting to see if the the stadium will fill up or how much more will fill up. And it's causing quite a stir, at least on our text line, giving us something to talk about today. And we'll talk about it now with Brian Munson here on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Brian Munson of Husker Online. How are you doing today, Brian? I'm um, doing great. About yourself? Oh, not too bad. We're all we're all feeling pretty good. The weather's not too bad. A bit rainy today, which we hope not to see Saturday. Hopefully not. And maybe that factors in a little bit, but uh, kind of the, 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 the discussion for the day is the fact that Nebraska has uh, about half of, of its stadium sold out here, about 45,000 tickets, a little over half for um, the spring game on Saturday but that's lower than normal so we're kind of trying to wonder is this how much of this has to do with the, kind of the post COVID spring game how much of it has to do with maybe five years of losing and coming off a three and nine season and maybe just fan apathy setting in
0: Um, I mean it could obviously be a little bit of all of that uh, you know I, if if they're procrastinators like myself they're just waiting around <laughs> and, and trying to figure this thing out too, all the way to the very end and that's exactly the boat, actually, that I am in with uh, with my son. So whether or not we're going to be able to get up there or not, so I, I think it's I, I think there's, you know, I think the bigger picture here, obviously, is that um, I think that there's just there's a wait and see attitude, and I think that there's obviously some folks that work <laughs> that were that were planning on getting there no matter what. It's become quite the event, um, and I think it's also become one of those. Uh, real practical, affordable ways to kind of get inside the stadium for you know for people that are obviously you know seeing the price uh, price for a regular game go up as much as they have over the last few years, um, and and it's it's one of those things that you just you, it's very difficult to to beat that spring game environment in Lincoln, and it's one of those things I think in the end it'll still end up getting really really close to filling up, and I think they're going to still sell a bunch of tickets for here from here to the till Saturday. Um, but definitely probably not going to meet those projections, uh, that they had going into it.
2: Brian, I'm going to ask you a a couple questions. So one at this point in time, knowing what the ticket sales are, stay, say they stay the same where they are right now. Where are you at on the panic button? One to 10. And then depending on that question, uh, going into Northwestern, say they lose week one, then you're heading into your first home game. Then what is your panic button level at? One to ten?
0: Yeah, my panic button's not—you know—it's not getting pressed too hard here right now. I—I um, I, I do believe that there's some there's some really uh, um, interesting storylines. I think there's some. I think there's a lot of guys that are that are hurt. You're going to see a lot of players that maybe you won't see again, uh, or in the capacity that you would see this Saturday, just because of the guys that are out and are hurt. And that's one of the things I, th- I think people probably say that takes away from the game. I, I think it makes what make it's what makes spring games special. But I-, I think that if you don't sell the type of tickets that you thought you were going to get, it's, it's about a three, maybe, maybe a four. However, now change <laughs> fast forward now to September. Mm-hmm. If Nebraska loses to Northwestern to start the season out, um, I don't even know if it matters in what fashion. It's probably a nine, and um, I, I just I, I can only see things potentially unraveling uh, from from that point to where you're beginning to question the the transfers, the the coaching staff changes. You know, you're, you're looking at your recruiting again, um, and you just you you hope obviously that. What was it? Nebraska beat Northwestern by close to forty, or did beat them by forty this last year? So you, you're you're hoping obviously that you can you can win that game, um, but but the other side of that is if if you if you did did lose that one, it's it's potentially very troubling from there from from there on out for the rest of the season.
1: Are you just kind of going back? Do you think that if Nebraska played? Illinois uh, not in week zero maybe midway through the season that they would most likely win that game or do you think that that was not so much as we saw the season play out um, uh, a factor of playing early but maybe a factor of this team just could not get a win
0: um it's a good question I'm not sure if I um, I don't I don't know I I mean I, I felt like this team struggled to just find ways to 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 kind of close things out and i and I felt like they found more than enough ways to kind of keep shooting themselves in the foot and and to keep them out of the win category it it was um bad luck it was being snake bitten but there's some systemic parts about it you know when it comes to just not capitalizing bad special teams play uh terrible penalties um untimely turnovers et cetera I, I just I think when you kind of look at all those all those things, it just it just it just looked as a team that just did not play a very clean football game, and I don't think a lot of people would argue about that. Um, it just seemed like at the worst possible moment that Nebraska would have something go bad, and there was just no way to kind of recover from some of those things that were happening so late that would cause them to uh, not be able to finish out a, a potential you know game-ending scoring drive um, or turn the ball over, uh, maybe even worse, give up, give up points. So, um, yeah, I, I really feel like that that a lot of that last season was just Nebraska just found more than a lot of different ways to lose a football game. I guess is how I would kind of go ahead and say it.
2: Brian, the, the spring game, I mean, more than anything, it's like you said, a, a cheap way for fans to get into the stadium, uh, eat some food. Bring your kids. It's just supposed to be fun, and more often than not, it, it ends that way. But it seems like heading into this one, Husker fans are already kind of coming for blood. There's a sour taste in their mouth. Is there anything that can happen during the game that would really set off a kind of a warning signal and really put a sour taste in fans' mouth?
0: Uh, I think turnovers. I think I think turnovers are going to be. Something that that Nebraska fans are not going to want to see a whole lot of, I, and and I, you know, here's the here's the thing I was talking about today online, a little bit on Husker Online. I just I, I feel like you're going to see a very vanilla game plan because I I think that Nebraska is going to try to protect themselves a little bit. There's a there's a lot more potential in my opinion this year for downside uh, of of a game going bad as opposed to you know, Jamal Turner doing a flip over the goal line, you know, this, but this year it's just, it's Trey, you know, it's, it's kind of just a little bit of a shell game as to the personnel. I I think Nebraska can have big, big plays on Saturday. I think that turnovers, however, will be, will be under the microscope. And, and I, and I, -hmm. I think that obviously too, for Nebraska, they're so beat up right now. And, 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 and in some rooms, I mean, they've got to really be wondering how they could go ahead and just, even practically pull off this game this saturday i think the only other thing that th- that you can think of right now from from their standpoint is that you want to play the game and you want to and there's a lot of guys that want to go out there and be aggressive and use this opportunity to go ahead and and grab this you know this uh this this opportunity and run with it but nebraska can't afford any more injuries uh mm-hmm. there, that is that that is one of the biggest things about mm-hmm. this weekend is that you just don't want to see that happen and in what is essentially a glorified practice um so that that is that that is definitely to me that's the biggest downside of what could potentially happen this saturday
1: Brent, uh last time we speak to you before the spring game what are some of the biggest things you're looking for the the, the positions are going to be really close in. I'm, I'm sure quarterbacks one of them
0: quarterback is obviously under the microscope i mean you've got a couple guys that are still nicked up but you 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 want to see what thompson's able to do i i think that you know, there's going to be a couple chances for him to air the ball out. That I think that they, I think they want to get him involved a little bit and get people excited about some things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that wide receiver room and, and the playmakers that they have over there, it, it's it's going to be fun to watch. But my eyes are going to be in the offensive backfield. Um, I want to see what a couple of those guys can can do, uh, from Grant to Yant to you know everybody else that's back there. Just I, I, particularly with the guys that are that are up front. I mean, we know that there there are some dudes that are just not around this spring that that are going to be there in the fall. But there's some guys up there that that want to get an opportunity to to impress, and they want to they want to go out there and have a great deal on Saturday. So, going to be watching the offensive line, the names that are on the back of the jersey, you see how those guys are lining up and how how they're doing against the defensive line. I'm also interested to see all the different names and faces that are in the defensive secondary. I think that 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 matchup between those guys and Nebraska's wide receivers is going to be fun to watch all afternoon.
2: Uh, Brian, basically everyone in Lincoln, even the college football landscape is assuming that Casey Thompson is going to be the starter. The coaches haven't named him the starter yet. Do you think if he goes out and he's taking the QB1 reps, that just verifies he's going to be the starter for the upcoming season?
0: I I wouldn't put it necessarily, you know, into, into stone, but uh, I I think that Nebraska fans would have to go ahead and say that, that all signs are pointing to yes. I just, you know, obviously that you've got momentum going into the summertime and you really want, you really want Thompson now to take that next step forward. You, You want to continue to, to get the chemistry going between him, between him and the other players Get deeper into the playbook. Feel good about things. Get into your audibles. Get into your looks. Get into how you're you're going to go ahead and solve this 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 particular play. How you're going to pull it off with the defensive look that you're getting? What what are what are your keys? What are your reads? And I I think that the next thing is that behind that, you've still got to figure out you know who the guys are that are backing them up. I mean, I've I've heard some really good things about some others so far, and and I'm really interested to see how he goes out there and performs this Saturday. But I think that if, if, if things go as well as what, as what Nebraska hopes they do, that there's really no, there's really no chance to, to second-guess it. Thompson would be the guy, you, you go into summertime, you hope for him to take another step forward in the leadership side, take another step forward when it comes to getting into the playbook, and you go into fall camp.
1: And one final question here for Brian Munson of Husker Online. Uh, obviously, uh, there's going to be a few recruits, and none bigger, in my opinion, than O'Shawn Mathis, who could help him out immediately. Uh, from what i have been reading, it looks like Nebraska is going to have to somewhat steal him away from Texas. Is that the read you're getting on?
0: I think that that's a pretty safe read. Um, <clears throat> I think it's a great sign, though, that obviously he's taking this official visit this weekend. I, I, I'm sure Nebraska is having meetings specifically about that guy. I think that they really, really understand how much it's necessary that they go out there and they try to impress him, that they that they need him on the roster. I, I think that there are other things, obviously, that they need to continue to, to address when it comes to the transfer portal queue as they keep looking forward after the spring. But the first thing is, is you need to find another playmaker, another dude that you can put at the edge – Mathis is the best player on the board, and you got a chance to bring him out on Saturday. But Texas, the the Longhorns, Austin, 6th Street, all that stuff, that is definitely in the way of Nebraska getting a chance to land him.
1: Uh, Fascinating stuff. He is Brian Munson of Husker Online. Brian, thanks for joining us today. All right, guys, take care. All right, there he right. goes. Hopefully, he'll make his way up to the spring game. We're, i, I still yeah. encourage everybody to make it. We're still maybe we're, <laughs> we discuss about whether Nebraska uh, football and fan engagement is down a little bit, but uh, I'd like to see it rise up. There's and get tickets better. available. Yeah, take them. I'll Buy sell. Em. I'll, in fact, I have a, a pair of them. I'll sell you just just for forty bucks. It's a good deal. Oh, there you go. That <laughs> is a great deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I <I'd> take that. <laughs> Scalp them outside the stadium. Why not? <laughs> That's right. I hope nobody gets tricked by something like that. But in any case, we'll take a quick break here on the Ticket Water Cooler brought to you by Coligan Water. Uh, when we come back, let's talk a little bit about LeBron missing his second straight game. He's got a scoring title on the line. Looks like Frank Vogel's on the way out. And if the Lakers lose, they're eliminated. We'll talk about that next year on the Ticket Water Cooler on ninety three seven the ticket. (laughs)